What's going on, everybody? I'm Kyle Werner, host of the Great Dad Life podcast, a community of parents and parents-to-be here to motivate and help you live a healthier, wealthier, and happier life. The topic of today's show has the potential to improve all three of those things and can drive better results for all organizations if managed properly. Companies across the globe have been forced to experiment with work from home, probably a little earlier than some wanted to due to the pandemic. Many companies have publicly stated that they will bring just a portion of their employees back to the office. Looks like this work arrangement is here to stay for a good portion of folks, and it may be a valuable option for parents looking for a little more flexibility. Our guest today, Gabby Ryan, professional wife and mother, has over 10 years of experience working 100% remote and she started before it was the trendy thing to do. <laughs> uh, she's worked for managers that have done a great job of maintaining a high level of engagement and teamwork and some that have fallen a little short. She has a list of lessons learned that will be extremely valuable in smoothing this transition for employees and employers alike. Gabby, thanks for being with us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, before we dive into your story, can you give the audience a, a quick bio? Yeah, so I um, started remote working uh, about 10 years ago. I was about a year out of college, if I'm dating myself a little. Uh, and um, I just started working at a financial firm in the office. And then my husband got orders. He was in the military, got orders to be stationed in Texas. And I was living in Virginia at the time. And that work situation wasn't going to work very well. So I actually did resign from my position uh, but my boss gave me the option to go remote, which was uh, probably the best thing that could have happened because the entire time we were stationed, um, we were stateside. So I got to keep my job, even though we moved three times. Um, and then I transitioned to a different company, still completely remote. Uh, it's worked out great in terms of moving for my husband's roles, different roles that he's had. It's worked out great for having our family. It's just been a real, a real great way to, you know, operate. And I think more people should do it <laughs> now that everybody does it essentially right, right. nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Some folks might not have the choice, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I, I feel like you stole my first question. I was going to ask you to take us back. Um, so you, you already did that. Your, your husband's on active duty. He got orders. Um, when you did start working remote, I mean, did anything surprise you, you know, good or bad? Um, it, I mean, it was a transition for sure. Cause I did work in the office for about a year, which is the traditional way of working <laughs> 10 years ago. Um, but it was a, it, I was the only remote person on my team. So that was an adjustment for me and also for my manager because it was the first time she was managing a remote employee, which is a transition for everybody. Um, but you just really needed to sort of be an advocate for yourself and make sure you're not forgotten about out of sight, out of mind can easily happen, but you just got to make sure that you don't fall into that bucket. Um, the, the adjustment of really being home all the time, that was a change. You don't have your, leave the house, go grab a cup of coffee, drive to work situation anymore. So you're home all the time. So you do need to find other ways to sort of get out of house. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so you know it's it's an it was an adjustment but now it's just for me second nature so i'm so used to it <laughs> right right and over the past 10 years i guess you've put together an informal list of, of kind of lessons learned and that's actually the the reason that you know um i wanted to touch base with you i was talking to your husband galen you know we we work together for anyone in the audience who isn't familiar and uh, he had mentioned that he actually used your list of lessons learned when the COVID situation hit and it made for a really smooth transition. So I thought there'd be a ton of value for you to share with, with other folks um, and, and let them learn from those, those lessons. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I'd say one of the biggest things would be to start your day like you are going to an office. So not just sort of rolling out of bed five minutes before you're supposed to log on and jump right into your day. I still get up every morning, get a shower, get dressed, even if it is just in shorts and a t-shirt, it's not pajamas, you know, yeah. you're still starting your day, have your coffee, watch the news, whatever it is. Um, so you sort of prepare for the day more than just rolling out of bed and showing up. Um, so that was one big thing for me, which I've always done. Um, what else I'd say? Also, I touched base a little bit before, but you know, always be an advocate for yourself. Um, so if right now everybody essentially is remote, so everyone's sort of in the same pool, but if you're doing it like I was, where I was the only person on my team who was remote, um, making sure that you're not forgotten. I mean, I've had managers who got halfway through a meeting and then realized, oh no, I forgot to call Gabby and dial in. So, you know, always make sure that you're still present, even if you're not in the office. Um, also having like a separate workspace is ideal. I know not everyone has that luxury right now. Sometimes you got to work off your dining table or sitting on your couch just because that's what you have. But I've always made it a point in our first house uh, my office was also our guest room. You know, now since I solely work from home, I've always made sure that we have a separate office space just for me. So where you can go to work, shut out everything else. And when your day is done, close it off. You've essentially left the office and mm -hmm. you can separate those two things. Because if you're, if it's all in one bubble, essentially, you can never really shut off and you need to be able to still shut your day off mm -hmm. transition from your work day to your family time and that kind of thing. So those were some really important, I thought lessons that I've, you know, learned along the way and have implemented in my previous company and my current role. Yeah. I think the, the boundaries issue is something that a lot of folks can relate to right now. You know, like mm -hmm. you said, you, you can work anywhere and you can work as late as you want emails right. on your phone sometimes if you don't draw those boundaries, it's really difficult. Right. You can't go 24 seven. That's just unrealistic. So you do need to sort of break it off and say, nope. All right. It's for me, my day ends at 430. Typically, yeah. sometimes I work later, but my normal day ends at 430. And that after 430, it's time to spend with our son, spend with my husband, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Was it difficult drawing those boundaries initially as far as your, your cutoff time or were people pretty respectful that you work with right off the bat? Um, I'd say I've had uh, pretty respectful situations. I've, I mean, there are on occasion it's, oh, can you stay a little later and do this? Or, oh, can you do this one more thing? 
but generally it's, it's been pretty easy for me to say, all right, you know, it's at the end of my day. I'll, I'll deal with it when I log on in the morning kind of thing. Mm -hmm. No doubt. No doubt. Well, can you take us through kind of how this was beneficial for you and, and some of the benefits that other people that are considering this work arrangement might find in it? Yeah. I mean, I, um, one benefit was actually being a hundred percent remote. I was able to get a role in the company that I currently work with. They hired me as a remote employee, um, knowing that I had done that previously. So they knew they were going to get an employee who didn't have a hard time transitioning to that because, you know, someone right out the gate saying, Oh, I'll jump into a remote role. If you've never done it, it could be a little tricky. It could be a transition, but you get someone who's been, I'd been doing it for five years at that point. So they said, okay, you know, I went to the office for two weeks for training and that's the last time I was there. (laughs) Um, So, you know, I mean, that's, it certainly helped me advance my career having done it for a while. Um, You know, once you get it under your belt a bit, um, I don't know. Uh, what about time with, with Declan? That's really been awesome. I mean, he, our son's a year and a half old now, and he, he is home with me all day. Luckily, my mom lives in the same town as us, so she comes over and watches them all day. So I still get my Declan time with him. You know, I take my lunch when he has lunch so I can feed him lunch and everything and still spend some time with him. And, you know, if work's getting especially crazy I can pop off for 10 minutes and go have a baby break and you know it makes things a little better (laughs) (laughs) always always oh yeah yeah a one and a half year old smiling and watching Nemo and Dory which are our current favorites (laughs) so (laughs) it's it's a good break for 10 minutes you know (laughs) yeah it's Coco and Frozen in my house currently so oh yes (laughs) Coco is definitely a favorite (laughs) yeah what what about the commute you know I, I think that's that's a huge advantage for folks that are used to going into the office every day I mean commute might be 30 minutes each way so that that's another hour right that you can spend doing any number of things absolutely i mean it's it's definitely i mean saves you on gas mileage yeah Um, (laughs) (laughs) but you know it is that extra time to spend with him or you know a little extra time to prep dinner that way you know you're not jumping off of work hanging out with the baby for two seconds then jumping into like your nighttime routine Mm -hmm. you i still get like an hour to hang out with him as soon as I get off work before I start doing nighttime stuff, you know, making dinner, getting his bath, all that kind of stuff. So it's more quality time with him than just, okay, work is done. Yep. Now it's, you know, time to get ready for bed. <laughs> yep. Yep. No, absolutely. Well, in, in thinking about some of the benefits too, is you can live anywhere, yeah. right? You know, yep. you don't have to worry about your job following you or whatnot. I mean, that's got to be a huge benefit. It is. I mean, when we, um, when Galen took his new role down here in Georgia, where we currently are, it was a seamless transition for me because I took four days off of work, which is, you know, essentially just time to drive down here and be here when the movers brought our stuff. And I still kept my job. It was, you know, no, of no consequence. I told my boss, Hey, 
I'm moving across the country. Uh, I need these days off. All right, I'll talk to you on Monday. <laughs> right. <laughs> Granted, I, the, the workspace was a little disheveled for a bit, but you know, you, you unpack on the weekends and you do that. And like I said, especially when he was in the military and we would get orders for somewhere new, it was never a, a challenge of, oh, I got to leave my job and find a new job for a year or two, wherever we're going to be stationed and leave that again. I've always been able to have a job, which was, has been awesome because I don't really know if I'd be able to just not work, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. you know, so it's really been the, the ability to take your job anywhere in the country has really been awesome. Yeah, phenomenal. So we, we've touched on a lot of the benefits to you or, or somebody that, that's looking at that option. What are some of the benefits for, for your employer? Um, I'd say the biggest one is having a huge pool of employees to pull from. Um, so you're getting, you're not just getting the people who live local to your town who might be maybe 30 people who are qualified for the position. Now you can recruit all over the country and have your pool of 500 people who are qualified for the position. And you're not, not to say that other companies are settling, but you know, you, you have a better chance of getting the person that's right for that position when you can offer that position to someone who lives halfway across the country. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I still, sometimes you need to make adjustments like that, but if it's something that you're dedicated to doing, that's sort of a, a small adjustment to having the right role and having the right person in the right role. Right. It's, it's a trade-off, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, what about, I mean, there, there seems to be a lot of talk in the news right now about less of a need for office space even and, and reducing costs that way as well. Right. Yeah. I mean, employers do get rid of that overhead of having campuses or even just a building in a downtown city, which rent or mortgages for things like that are skyrocketing. Mm -hmm. So now where you have everyone just working from home and your overhead is essentially people's laptops and external monitors, mm -hmm. you know, that certainly saves on the pocketbook, which I think most companies want to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think the biggest risk or concern that I've heard um, when I hear, you know, folks talking on the news is uh, around engagement, right? They're afraid that employees that are working from home are not going to be engaged. They're going to be watching movies or, or doing whatever they're doing. Um, you know, what, what's your answer to, to that? Do you feel like you're actually more productive uh, working remote? I do. I mean, I think you do need to have the right employees who are going to be dedicated. And there's mm -hmm. always going to be people who are going to slack off and, you know, go do the laundry and go sit and watch TV and employers will notice that. I mean, they'll see that in your productivity or your numbers or, you know, whatever it is that you do, they're going to realize that you're not putting out the numbers that somebody else is. And I would imagine most employers would have consequences for that. Yeah, right. um, so, you know, if you want to keep your job, you should probably do it properly and, you know, do what you're saying you're doing and stuff. Um, but I think the vast majority of people would benefit from it. I mean, you do get, like you said, you do get more family time, you cut down on the commute time, stuff like that. And so it's sort of a win-win for both 
parties as long as everyone's doing what they need to. <laughs> right, right. Which, which methods have you seen throughout your last 10 years um, that have really worked as far as keeping your engagement up with your team and um, driving that productivity? Um, I would say in terms of like team engagement, um, like I said, making sure you're never forgotten. <laughs> um, even just, I know it's silly, but just like getting a little something in the mail sometimes to realize that, you know, oh, you're not forgotten about, you know, I mean, my company sent us a little garden to grow the other day just mm -hmm. to, you know, it's, it's a little herb garden that I'm sure did not cost very much, but it was just sort of the sentiment of, oh, you know, they, they care enough to make a little gesture, gesture like that. Um, yeah. Who doesn't like getting mail? Right. right. I mean, everybody <laughs> loves a silly piece of mail as long as it's not a bill. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah, stuff like that, or even when you're having team meetings, now that everyone's home and you do it with your videos on so you can still sort of feel connected to mm -hmm. people that you know you you don't see all the time or um having like i know departments of my company have had like virtual happy hours or you know stuff like that where it's you just get together and it doesn't have to be just about work but just to sort of feel connected a little mm -hmm. yeah i was gonna ask about that is it i mean it sounds like if you can schedule things outside of work hours as well that are just fun where you get to know people, you know, those relationships are going to take themselves into the workplace as well and drive better working right. relationships. Absolutely. I mean, getting to know, like, um, you know, know about your workers' families and stuff. How many kids do you have? Like, what are your kids up to? What kind of dogs do you have? Just silly stuff like that. It makes anybody feel more connected to somebody. And it's, you know, going to be a more pleasant work day when you enjoy the people you're working with and you know the people you're working with. And it's not just sort of a, a name that pops up on your screen every once in a while for an instant right. message or an email. <laughs> right, right, right. So so are daily touch points, weekly touch points um, beneficial? I mean, is there any cadence that works better than another that you've seen? Um, I wouldn't say you need to have like in-person or virtual meetings every day because nobody has time for that really <laughs> with the way the, the workforce is. I mean, there's always stuff going on that, um, you know, maybe doing that once a week or every other week at least so you get that face-to-face -face interaction, but certainly talking to people online. I mean, we've had um, like group chats and stuff where you can essentially just talk to everybody on your team throughout mm -hmm. the day. So you you don't feel like, oh, well, I have to wait till so-and-so showing back online if you have a question about something or, you know, you can shoot it in there and someone will have the answer and, you know, you're talking to someone and it's almost like you're popping your head over a cubicle or out your office door. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, it, it sounds like building trust and setting good expectations, checking in regularly um, are all really key to being successful here. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, uh, do you have any other tips that we haven't talked about that you'd like to share with folks either considering this route or companies that um, are, are getting into this area over the next couple of months here? No, I mean, I'd, I'd say just as the employee, advocate for yourself, 
you know, know that, you know, if, if your team is not completely remote, don't let yourself be forgotten. Um, just cause out of sight, out of mind, you know, but also don't, it goes both ways. So don't out of sight, out of mind your computer while you're working, you need to stick to it and it'll reward you eventually, you know, promotions, raises, that kind of stuff. They see it even like your manager will see that even if you're not sitting across from them, they know what you're doing all day. So you can't just sort of slack off because you're at home. You, you still got to stay dedicated to it. But I mean, in terms of family life, it's pretty awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, you know, you got to balance it, but I think the good outweigh the bad for sure. Right. Well, one, one thing I thought about too, when you were talking through that is there, there's a cost to commuting, not just with time, but with, with dollars. Right. Mm -hmm. I I think the, um, the government rate this year is 57 and a half cents per mile. Right. So that's supposed to cover gas and maintenance and wear and tear on your car. So given two options, you know, for base pay, even if one is a little lower on the work from home side, you might actually be net positive if you cut that commute out as well. So there's another benefit to it. Absolutely. I mean, I think I've since March, since I work from home, (laughs) I think I filled my car up like two or three times. (laughs) (laughs) My weekly trip to the grocery store and stuff. But you know, I mean, even before this pandemic, you save on stuff like that. I mean, which has a higher trade-in value when you want to trade in that car for something new. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm from Chicago, right? So avoiding rush hour traffic is would be Absolutely. a huge benefit. <laughs> oh yeah. Absolutely. Who wants to sit in that? I mean that's that's not a good way to start your day. <laughs> or or end it, right? <laughs> or end it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well thank you so much for your time. If anyone wants to get a hold of you, um, what would be the best way to do it? Yeah, um, they could shoot me an email at gabby.s.ryan at gmail, and I would be happy to answer any questions or give any recommendations, anything like that. Perfect. Thanks a lot, Gabby. Absolutely. Have a great night. You too.